Greetings and welcome to Hellcast. I am Reaper. I am Eddie. And joining us later in the show, Paul Speckman of Master. Looking forward to talking to him. So I thought it was a bit appropriate to start out the show with Evil Dead because I was wondering, what is the most referenced horror movie? So I went to the Facebook and I I asked the audience and... I got a response. <laughs> I was really shocked. Yes. Because normally they just click like. It's like, hey, how you doing Exorcist. today? And then people just click like. Like, um, so before I get yours, Eddie, we're gonna you're I'm gonna have people influence your opinion. <laughs> uh we got an exorcist, we've got an evil dead, we've got an evil dead, we've got a guy that didn't answer the question properly, another guy that didn't know how to answer correctly. Uh the exorcist, the exorcist. Very blatant Stephen King stuff. Why don't you just say uh, zombie movies? Uh, well, zombie movies, I get that. The Stephen King stuff, that's a broader range, but zombie movies certainly have. Well, he didn't say that, but he should have. <laughs> I think the Stephen King thing is pretty broad. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of Doom, and they tend to use clips from Hopkins, the Witchfinder General. The Devil's Mark of the Devil there and might even Blood. be a band called that. What's that? <laughs> uh, Witchfinder General. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yes, I know that. Uh, Hellraiser, Dawn of the Dead, and Zombies in General. <laughs> Hellraiser, yeah. There was a band um, back in the 80s, Wrathchild. They became Wrathchild America. They wrote a song about Hellraiser. It's called... Um, uh, it was right before Desert Grins. I I can't think of the name of it right now. It's probably on my phone. But oh, an awesome tune, awesome band. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know about it. I mean, Hellraiser has been covered for sure. Uh, Exorcist, I agree with. Well, I agree no, that they've been. I, but the top one, I'm going with The Shining. The top one, I don't know. I would zombie movies, but Nosferatu's covered a lot. Or really? But by who? Well, repugnant. See, I and think he just... Uh, we were talking about that. I think he just says Nosferatu. But, because that's kind of a blatant term as well. Hungry or the Damned? I mean, Nosferatu is a vampire. He was damned, right? Isn't Hungry or the Damned, though, a, a movie? Oh, it could be. I'm What's Your sure Pleasure is. is the song I was thinking of by Rothschild that's uh, about Hellraiser. I don't okay. know. It could be. I'm not that much of a good horror movie nerd. I was just no. curious what came off the top of your head. And What about, like, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? That's... Um, there's no right or wrong answer. I know. I'm just throwing that one out there. I mean, granted, like, Throw a player comes to mind with... Um, well, Ed Gein. Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed Dead Skin Mask, uh, which, of technically course... Technically could be. So, okay. You wouldn't agree with The Shining, then? I, I see that that's... I'm going with that, honestly. But, and then I would think, like, The Exorcist. Evil Dead Evil is Dead, used yes, a lot. It is. A lot. I'm going to put Evil Dead third. No, Evil Dead second. And then The Exorcist. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's tough. This is Blood Red Throne.
Join the show over the technologically advanced Skype is uh, Paul Speckman from Master. Thanks for joining the show, man. Great to be here, man. Of course. It sounds like you know? <laughs> Exactly. Sure. And it sounds like you're here, too. <laughs> Literally. Well, that's what I said. This, uh, this new Skype program is just uh, is much better, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, before it was really difficult to do an interview on Skype because you really got a bad signal. But today it's loud and clear. I guess it's the new, uh, the new Skype. Cool. And it didn't cost me a dime. You've had a lot going on lately uh, with a lot of past bands like Funeral Bitch, uh, Speckman Project, uh, War Cry, etc., some of which I wasn't even familiar with. Is there any other old materials still to come out? Uh, well, it's, it's, the catalog is pretty much all dried up, I think. But but the <laughs> point is, is that uh, the nice thing is that uh, many of these record companies want to keep reissuing stuff. So obviously it's money in my pocket every year. And this is probably going to go on for the rest of my life. It's, it's I guess it's a, it's a good thing because people, the younger generation, gets a chance to hear some of the old man's music. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, yeah, I reissued most of this stuff in the last ten years over and over again. But again, more and more offers. Like, for example, uh, on the seventh day is coming out with uh, the original on the seventh day demos on vinyl and also on CD. Which is cool, you know, and then the Abomination demos are coming out again, only on limited edition vinyl. So it's working. Let's just put it that way. It's working, you know. Yeah, I'm kind of one of those guys that didn't get the chance to have the original at the time. So now that's being reissued. It's like, cool, now I I can have it. And for your collectors, they get to have another version or an upgraded version, you know, a better quality. Yeah, you know, obviously we're remastering, you know, and. Mm-hmm. It's on like limited edition color vinyl, and they do special sleeves, and really a lot of stuff they do today. It, it looks better than the original, right? Okay, I know. I, I constantly get these guys. Oh, I already got the original. And blah, blah. I run back. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I got the original too. But this is <laughs> just like it's today, you know, and it's modern, and and these they do these interesting sleeves and layouts, and the stuff is just more. It's better today. That's all I can say, you know. Yeah. Okay, the original is the original. But you're getting the original, you know, in new packaging. I agree. That's a good way of looking at it. I think it's interesting because even, obviously, I keep a copy of it and go, oh, wow, that's cool. Wow, that looks way better than the the original version, of course, you know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And from listening to the older stuff, much to my surprise, a lot of the songs are known master songs only from... From my knowledge, the the lineup and obviously the band name and recording are really the only difference. What was the reason for this? Yeah, okay. So, for example, the first master and the Speckman Project have several of the same songs on there. Well, the reason why is uh, we recorded uh, 
the original master uh, uh, recording uh, for Nuclear Blast in, what, 1989? Yeah, probably 1989. And uh, they didn't like the recording. And at the time, uh, Morris Sound was just coming up, and the legendary producer, Scott Burns, was taking on the death metal world, let's just say. Yeah? <laughs> and so uh, Marcus said, well, why don't you go and uh, re-record the songs again? And let's see what kind of technology we can get. You know, it's modern, blah, 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 blah. And so we went to the studio, worked with Scott Burns, and recorded the songs again. And I decided, since he didn't like the original recordings, to rewrite the songs and make, uh, you know, songs faster, slower, or uh, intros, or j just really change the songs around. And we write some bonus tracks as well that were originally uh, intended for Death Strike way back in the, in the uh, early 80s. And... We went and recorded it, and then it turned out he didn't like the record again because this time around it was too polished. So I kind of shook my head and said, yeah, okay, you know, you're the boss. It's your money. So he took the original master recording for, uh, for 1989 that was done in Chicago, had Scott Burns remix and remaster it again and released that as master. And since we spent so much money on the second recording, we released it as a Speckman project. So this would be a reason why... These tracks are the same. Now, if you want to go back again, earlier we had Death Strike. I did the Death Strike demo before Master ever recorded. And the original drummer, Bill Schmidt, liked the songs from the demo so much that we recorded them for Master as well. So this is a second <laughs> situation where some of the songs came up again. So my point is, is it wasn't really intentional. It just kind of happened this way in the early days. Yeah, it's kind of cool though because you get you get so many different versions. So if you didn't like the polished one, then you can go to the really like if you listen to the unreleased 1985 album, then you get like the really raw version. And it's like I like this one the best, you know. <laughs> right, but for some reason, but then that's what I mean. You know, everyone has their opinion. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has. Like, <laughs> and there's so many people out there that love the the mangled dehumanization version on the Speckman Project. They think it's the best. Okay, and <laughs> I like all the versions, and live we usually play the uh, Speckman Project version, and because it's slower and and uh, got kind of an interesting rhythm, the crowds go crazy for it. So, who knows, yo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up to the listener, I guess, to yeah, choose what they to want. Exactly. Up to the listener, perfect. <laughs> and for those who have been following the location of Master and well, I guess yourself, <laughs> you've moved to the Czech Republic some few years ago or some years ago. I'm not entirely sure. Twelve it, years ago. Twelve years ago. Would, yeah. it be, would it be safe to assess that, you know, after being familiar with uh, some master lyrics, not exactly the most pro-America, did that have any reason to, with, you know, you moving to the Czech Republic? Oh, that's, that's really a good question, yeah. <laughs> I've been writing a anti- governmental society uh u.s as well sometimes but all governments are shit don't get me wrong but i've just been writing this kind of music since the beginning but uh actually i got an opportunity in in uh 2000 in the year 2000 to join a band called kravathor in the czech republic and uh just coincidentally bush had just come into power around this time as well you know and that and uh it was time for me to leave you know <laughs> I mean, I didn't leave just because of Bush, okay? Obviously, that's not the only reason I left for the music as well, because any musician will go, you know, where a job is offered, you know? Mm -hmm. And this is the original reason. I joined Kravathor. 
I played in the band until 2004 when they split up. And in the meantime, I was recording uh, master albums as well, you know. And then you just kind of, from being over there from Kravathor, just kind of took a liking to the Czech Republic and said, hey. Yeah, and I took a liking to Europe in general because it's like, uh, you know, when I, I came over with Kravathor, the first two weeks I was here, you know, we practiced and we went to Japan and did a tour. And then we toured Europe all that summer. And we did uh, Mexico and a little bit of stuff in the USA. And anyway, point being is once I moved over to Europe, I found myself busy every year with rock and roll. And, you know, even today, here we are in, you know, whatever, 2012, and I have over 100 shows coming right now on the horizon, you know. It all begins in the next few weeks. <laughs> wow. So the, but the point is, is that when I was living in America, I just wasn't getting the respect for Master, and I really wasn't getting an opportunity to do anything. Hmm. So when, uh, back in 98, I came over to Europe. Luckily, uh, this uh, label in uh, their crash music now... Uh, what were they called? Uh, in Arizona. The guy was originally from Chicago, Mark Nawara. Well, anyway, he signed the Faith is in Season album in 98 and did a real shitty job with it. You know? <laughs> but the lucky thing was is that a, a German guy picked up on it over here at uh, System Shock Records. It was really a punk label, and, and uh, they, they decided they wanted to have a heavy metal side or, or whatever, death metal you know, subsidiary, whatever you want to say. And... Uh, they liked the master so much that they brought me over to Europe to do this tour in 98. So it changed my life. I met the guys in this other band, Kravathor, and you know, a year later or whatever, we, I got the opportunity to join the band, and here I am today. And this was the best move. So you know, things happen for a reason, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It seems like I was having a really hard time in life over there in America, just, uh, uh, just moving furniture and busting my ass and trying to keep a band together and Nobody was really serious about it anymore, it seemed like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And over in Europe was the greatest thing for me, you know? And so now music is a full-time gig for you, huh? Yeah, it's been about full-time for really probably the last seven or eight years to where all I do is music, you know? I mean, okay, I have to sell merchandise, you know, on the Internet here. Sometimes I have to sell merchandise. I'll go on a road with other bands. I used to go on a road like probably three or four times a year. Now it's probably twice a year. I'll go on the road with somebody, let's say, like Six Feet Under. I've been on the road with a few times. Different bands, you know, Macabre, some mm -hmm. years back, Jungle Rot, whatever. Point is, is that uh, you're still in the music business, you know? Yeah, and you got to... So for me, it's okay, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I don't have a regular job, and it's it's my job is uh, my music. It's really a good thing, you know? Yeah, that's... Uh, usually, I mean, of course, I wish thing. I was fucking rich. I'm not, but I'm, but I'm comfortable. I'm making a living. It's fine, you know? That's all you, you can ask for. About if the bills are paid or anything like that, everything is is running smooth. You know, it's rock and roll. You know, <laughs> there you go. That's the way to look at it. It seems as though you you move pretty freely with finding new musicians to play with, and uh, you know, with your body of work and all that. Like, it, how is it easy for you to find such people that would be dedicated enough to even do a show? A eh? or even worse is to record with. Oh well, I've been recording with these guys. Uh... Since 2003, yeah? 2003? Let me think here. Yeah, since 2003. So it's not a problem, but I will say that, you know, from time to time, it's a problem with practice. Guys don't want to practice all the time, and the drummer's in other bands, and sometimes it's difficult, you know? Absolutely. But, uh, for example, we've got, uh, we've got these tours coming up, so uh, sometimes I have to put my foot down and, 
And when I do, we start practicing more seriously, and the guys are, they try and make more time, you know, between their private lives for practicing, you know. We have this special show coming up September 8th, and that's what I've been working on with the guys for about a month now, is getting uh, the whole first ma uh, first Master album together and the original Death Strike album as well. It's a special Death Strike show in Bavaria on September 8th, and I'm sure it'll be sold out soon, and and it's a chance for me to play quite a few of the songs that I actually never played live before in my career. So it's going to be entertaining for the people and obviously a lot of fun for me. Just like practicing some of these old songs from the first two albums, it's cool. You know, I'm having a good time. It's like all these memories are flooding back, and I'm looking forward to September 8th. Not too far away, really, a couple of weeks, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Looking at your all the earlier bands and like it was obviously masters the biggest one and then you know i would say second up uh, like death strike or maybe abomination sure. all those are kind of from around the same time period uh, wh which exactly where was your start what was your starting band oh uh, the starting band was actually a band called white cross white know, cross speed. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we weren't we weren't spe uh, speed metal at all it was like uh, we were playing cover songs like uh Let's see, Black Sabbath and UFO and Montrose and Ted Nugent. I was just a singer. And uh, I was with these guys for about a year. We were playing in the high school, you know, in the lunchroom, these, these special shows like uh, in, the, in the, you know, like the, the high school theater. Actually, not the lunchroom, but anyway, the high school theater. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we did some small shows and stuff around, you know. We drew a couple hundred kids and stuff at like church th uh, functions and stuff. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah. anyway, during this time, uh, I became obsessed with the bass. You know, I kept watching this little homo playing the bass and <laughs> laughing at him and going, man, I can do that. I can do that. You know, and the neighborhood kids and stuff. Some of my friends from high school were teasing me and saying, oh, we're going to play bass and blah, blah, blah. Well, I started cutting school and jamming seven hours a day. Finally, I dropped out of high school and my dad, you know, he'd give me the paper in the morning, tell me to go pound the pavement and find a job. And I'd laugh at him. He'd go to work. <laughs> I'd go back to sleep, you know. I'd throw the paper on the floor, wake up around 10 o'clock or something in the morning, smoke some marijuana, and then I'd, I'd start playing the bass for the next five or six hours. And then I'd disappear for an hour, and then he'd come home, and I'd pretend like I'd look for a job. And then eventually, after six months, I finally found a job, you know. <laughs> but the point is, is this was a, a transition period for me, you know. I really taught myself how to play bass at this time, okay. Mm -hmm. Every day, six, seven hours, busting my ass, just playing the Sabbath and, and uh, Iron Maiden, you know, and, you know, like Killers and all the, you know, the number to you know, number to Beast. And actually, even before that, you know, all the Black Sabbath albums. And, and my first album I was playing with uh, was Aerosmith, Draw the Line, you know. I taught mm -hmm. myself how to play bass, you know, cranking uh, my bass. Uh, I didn't have an amplifier. I was just jamming through my brother's stereo and blowing away his speakers, you know, and hoping he wouldn't come home from work early and catch me, you know? Yeah. But this is how it all began for me. Then uh, I I met some guys uh, that we were into Cub Scouts together years earlier when we were younger, <laughs> when we were kids. And uh, this guy, Steve Ehlers, he was working on his, uh, you know, Volkswagen bug and stuff, and I was walking home from my latest uh, conquest. Some chick, you know, I met, whatever, spent the night at her house, came home in the morning, and there he was working on his car and stuff. And hey, man, how you doing? You just got home. What's going on? You know, <laughs> we're teasing each other. He's working on the car. He's like, uh, 
I'm like, man, are you listen to this fucking new heavy metal shit's coming out. Oh man, have you heard the new Maiden and blah blah blah? And next thing I know, he's like, oh well, you know, uh, I'm I'm teaching myself how to play guitar. You know, I've been playing for about a year. I'm not really too good. And blah blah blah. And I said, well, me too, man. I'm teaching <laughs> myself how to play bass. So maybe we should get together. And we got together with this uh, other cat of his, who I knew these guys. They were twins, Marty and Vince Fitzgerald. Anyway, when we were kids and stuff, and. I remember going to birthday parties and whatever, it doesn't matter. But point is, is that uh, is we got together and uh, we started practicing. And next thing you know, we had this band called War Cry. Hmm. And uh, we recorded a demo, which I just released on, on vinyl recently in 7-inch. Everybody's buying it. <laughs> and this uh, demo went on to influence a lot of famous bands and a lot of famous people. You find this stuff out years later, you know. It's like Lee Dorian. You know, from Cathedral wrote me that he heard this War Cry demo and he heard uh, Trouble and, you know, Chicago great band, Trouble as well. And uh, he quit Napalm Death and started this band called Cathedral, you know. Oh, wow. So it's just like the world is small, man, you know. and It's like uh, even these demos that we did, even my first demo went on to influence people. I guess, it, you know, maybe it's coincidence, but still flattering and very cool, you know. Oh, very cool. Absolutely. I agree. But anyway, that more cry happened. We did a few years. You know, our, our big claim to fame, we played with uh, Leslie West and Mountain, and we played with the Joe Perry Project, and we opened for Twisted Sister and Queensryche, and, and uh, you know, that, that was what was going on. And then uh, I discovered this, uh, the guitar player from War Cry made the mistake of giving me the Venom single, 7-inch. Uh, it was uh, Satan and Live Like an Angel, Die Like a Devil. And, you know, I don't, of course I'd already been listening to Motorhead, but this Venom single changed my life, and and uh, I quit his band. I quit War, War Cry, and uh, me and Bill Schmidt started this band called Master. And for the first year, we were just jamming out in the freezing cold in Mount Prospect, Illinois, in a storage unit with no heat, you know, and uh, just looking for a guitar player. It took over a year to find somebody. We couldn't find anybody who could who had the same ideas, attitude, uh, look whatever you know same energy that we had so we we're just playing bass and and he was playing drums and just free jamming all the time for at least a year you know hmm. and then things finally finally got together you know all of a sudden oh look, cool you know we're rocking let's do a demo and blah 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 and then uh the drummer got an offer from another band called mayhem not the one from uh europe but the the chicago band and he went and recorded a demo with them and during that time i put together a band called Death Strike. And one of the guitar players, Chris Middlebrun, who we auditioned for Master, who didn't cut it at the time, all of a sudden now was into heavier music. And uh, he was into Venom and Slayer and, and all this cool stuff. And he and I started writing the first Death Strike demos. And while the original drummer was away playing with Mayhem, we recorded the fucking Death demo. Then later on in that same year, in, uh, let's see, 1985... He begged and pleaded if he could come back because he loved the Death Strike so much he wanted to jam with us now. And and I made a mistake and took him back on July 4th, we, uh, you know, Independence Day. We had a rehearsal with him. And uh, the rest is history. We went on to record the master demos and blah, blah, blah. You know? yeah, damn, you got a pretty good uh, chronological order there, <laughs> remembering yeah. it all. <laughs> Question: A lot of these questions, you know, I answer a million times. I better have it in order. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> try to 
I try to not sound like a dummy, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I catch myself years later going, oh, man, that, that take was totally wrong. The hell was I thinking about, you know? <laughs> you know when you're doing a lot of interviews, sometimes you, you, you mix stuff up. I'm not, you know, I'm not 21 anymore. I'm going to be 50 next year, so my mind is a little bit warped, you know, from all the alcohol and tobacco, you know? <laughs> Doesn't sound too bad to me. <laughs> I think Master in its early day had a, an extremity of its own, one which, in my opinion, is not as recognized as greatly as it should be. It's almost a cult status, if you will. What, yeah. what were I mean? You kind of delved into it, you know, talking about your, your your start. But what was your inspiration to form an extreme band and to you know have such a such a raw sound and such you know like I said anti government lyrics and and all that? Where, where did those kind of uh, okay, come well, from? Well, at that t- at the time, you know, in the, the early eighties and stuff, I was listening to bands like uh, GBH and the Exploited, MDC, Minor Threat, Discharge. All these uh, aggressive punk metal bands, you know, if you want to say punk rock, I guess. I hate these categories, but anyway, <laughs> they were just playing. They were just playing extreme music, you know. And obviously, I grew up on fucking, like I said before, Led Zeppelin, Judas Priest, Rainbow, you know. But Venom and Motorhead really were were a big influential part of my upbringing, you know. And of course, Iron Maiden, you know, Steve Harris, he was my hero. Geezer Butler, you know, even Chris Squire from Yes, I mean. I listen to a lot of extreme, extremely different kinds of music then and now too, you know. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that uh, this is the only music I listen to because what I found, unfortunately, in the, in the scene today and in the scene even back then, so many bands copied Master or copied the sound or copied the riffs, and and the reason why is because they were only listening to fucking this kind of music. Well, in the early days and even today. <clears throat> As far as the furthest I got, like I said, was these punk rock bands, Venom and Motorhead. You know, as all these death metal bands came around and stuff, which are still, you know, still big today, some of them, I never listened to them then. I, I don't own any of their records because I always felt like if you if you listen too much of, of so-and-so's band and too much of so-and-so's band, you're going to start playing what they're playing. You're going to start copying them, and many people did this to Master. Okay, obviously Master wouldn't be so popular if it wasn't for the tape trading network, but we influenced a lot of bands. I won't mention any names because I always get in trouble when I do, and they always <laughs> cry, bitch and moan. And many, many of these bands took years to admit that they love Master and Death Drag, and now some of the guys are even, you know, cordial and cool now. But back in the day, they would have said, "Oh, never heard of Master or Death Drag." We'll leave it at that, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what are some bands that you listen to, like newer bands, like? Uh, like like who? <laughs> I, I don't listen to newer bands, you know? In my library here, you're going to find uh, Johnny Winter and uh, the Rolling Stones and Black Sabbath and Judas Priest and Rainbow and Angel and Deep Purple. And I don't listen to newer bands at all, you know? I haven't found anything new that I like, you know? <laughs> nothing against the new generation, you know, but there's nothing really new for me that is new. You know, I have a hard time with it. I have discussions with with magazines and interviews all the time about the same topics. I I honestly don't hear anything new. I right. hear this just just my opinion, you know, but I just hear mostly regurgitated riffs. So many of the successful bands of today are still playing the same riffs that I heard twenty five years ago. Yeah, that, that, that is one way of looking the, at it. I guess the formula works for them, okay? Whatever. <laughs> don't know? fix what's not broken, I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's not, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. I got you. <laughs> so I usually like to, uh, you know, delve into music, and I like to hear from the artist uh, their perspective. And I was going to play two tunes. One, one of which was it's a recent release. Uh, much like a lot of the older stuff, it's been all just kind of coming out at the same time. But the most recent, to my knowledge, uh, was the Specmen uh, project or the Master Project, as the uh, the CDs call it. Came out on uh, Area Death Productions in China. I was going to play the version, uh, the uh, Specmen version of Unknown Soldier. I was just a little curious. What was uh, what's a little bit of a backstory on that song? You know, it's like. Uh about the unknown soldier, man. Nobody knows who he is, you know? <laughs> no one gives no, nobody gives a rat's ass about the guys in the military. You know, they're they're like uh a dime a dozen. Uh so many this is gonna piss everybody off. But a lot of people have joined the military to escape from jail. This is true. I know people who have done this to escape from the law. And unfortunately for the military, supposedly they're out there. This is going to make people angry, but anyway. Supposedly they're out there fighting for your freedom, et cetera, like it says in the song. A lot of them are getting killed, even in today's world, and nobody gives a rat's ass when you're gone. I'm sorry. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you're the unknown soldier. And then after that, uh, we'll be hearing the, the title track, uh, The New Elite, from the new Master album. And what's uh, a little bit of insight on that one? Well, the new elite, well, that's it's the assholes today that uh, have all the power, of course. The banks, the governments, they have too much power today. They are the new elite. And unfortunately, control is at its highest right now that it's ever been. The governments have more power and control as well as the banks. And uh, freedom is uh, nearly a thing of the past. It scares the hell out of me. You know, it's like I keep doing these interviews... Uh, Asking questions about what I what I want people to do. Well, I'll tell you what I want people to do. The kids need to get organized and knock these fucking politicians off their fucking pedestals, man. You know, when I was growing up, it was like power to the people. Well, today it's power over the people. It's like uh, the government and society, you know, they tell you when to eat, what to wear, what to eat, when to shit, when to sit back and smile. You know, they, t- they tell you when to sit back with your remote control, yo. <laughs> so in your opinion, uh, George Orwell's 1984 is coming true? Well, in some ways, yeah. You know, actually, uh, uh, The Brave New World is uh, also interesting as well. But both of these books uh, had an influence, I suppose, on the new album. It's just unusual that uh, a lot of these things from books are coming to life, you know? And it's unfortunate, you know, because it's like, uh, you know, for example, you, like when you're in the, it's, it's some of the airlines, I was just in Milano the other day, and or not Milano, but Rome, we had a festival, you know, in Europe, and we flew there, and, and you put your little ticket across the scanner, you know, and the gate opens. Well, soon enough, you're going to put your wrist over the scanner, and the gate's going to open. I'm sure this is coming, you know? People laugh and think I'm off my rocker, but I'm not off my rocker. This is the future. Okay, I don't know if they're going to put a chip in your wrist or you're going to wear a wristband, but this is the future. They want control and they want security and blah, 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 and I think it's time for a revolt. (laughs) Again, just my opinion, young men out there and women, but it's time to get organized or just, uh, you know, Live, in, live inside a box, you know, and let everybody tell you what to do and where to go, you know? <laughs> There you go. 
Well, Paul, it's been a great pleasure talking to you and having you on the show. Thank you for coming on. All right, man. Thank you, too. (laughs) Thank you for the platform, yo. Have a good one, yo. You too, man. Remains Power of
Time to find out how cavalt are thou, or how cult art thou. And of course, we've got to speak in old English, so we sound cavalt, and we need to use V's instead of U's, and we need to sound like William Shakespeare when we talk about it. But we're going to play the metal test, so I don't think we're going to play. We're going to take the metal test. Would you like to be first, Eddie? Yeah, I'll probably fail, but okay. That's how much confidence I have. Sounds like you have a dick in your mouth. The first, I run blowing my boyfriend here. That's what I was doing. I know. All right. See, that sounds really bad. So you go, I know. Well, I'm in the room with you, so I'm in the studio with you. That's right. Uh, so okay, hey, here. J- just so you know, I was looking at naked pictures of girls on my phone. <laughs> okay, yeah. surfing the web. <laughs> well, I don't know what was in your mouth then. <laughs> it was a Cliff Bar. Right? A cliff oh, okay, bar. a Cliff Bar. Or a guy named Cliff. <laughs> 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 All right. So you're going to be first contestant in oh. How Cavalt Art Thou? I like to say Cavalt because I think the whole. Old English thing's kind of silly. But uh, her, let me give my stuff. I'm not really... Should I answer in pirate voice? <laughs> yeah, okay. So I think the way the game works is... I stole this from someone, so I need to kind of learn it. But I think the way the game works is you get points for each category. I'm going to tally them up for you, since you're going to go first. Uh, here are the ranks, all right? So here we go. If you get 0 to 100, stick to your illegal downloads, douche. 100 to 200, dude, you are a metalhead, yeah. 200 to 300, you're hardcore radicult. And 300 plus, you are satanic royalty. So, who made this game? I don't know. <laughs> Some Athenara, dude. satanic royalty. No, I just made the. I made up the new ranks because they, oh. they weren't funny. They weren't cool. I wouldn't want to be any of those, so I would have been just like, uh, I'm none of these. Question number one. Your hair. Do you get to answer these questions? I'm going to do it too. You're okay. starting out. I, you said you'd do it first. Okay. <laughs> I'd ask you if you'd do it first. So, question number one. They're probably going to sue us for that. I don't think so. Fuck them. So, your hair. Core of the issue. Is it short? Is it long? Is it very long? Or is it shaved? Uh, well, it's short. What? It's short. Okay. <laughs> short, you get negative 10 points. What the fuck? Like, I can control <laughs> that shit. I, well, I mean, I can, but fuck, in my job. Fuck. <laughs> this is your job. Oh, right. Well, I shaved it the other day. Start dancing. No. Okay. Tattoos. No. A few. A lot. No. Well, I have a scar. That counts. That doesn't count. Negative 10, right? Negative 10. <laughs> Fuck. Just pick on Eddie Day. T-shirts. You wear them with pride? Never. Gigs only. Several times a month. Several times a week. Every day. Every day. 30. 
Wear them with pride every day, fuckers. <laughs> now that we know when I'm home, I don't shave. I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> shoes! Sneakers! Loafers! Smart shoes! Boots! Army slash biker boots! Cowboy boots! <laughs> That'd be the worst one! Cowboy boots? You got cowboy boots, dude. <laughs> and assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wear. Well, it depends. I wear boots and I wear fucking vans. What do you got? Right now I have socks on. Boots or vans? <laughs> socks aren't on here. That's like negative 100. <laughs> well, just wait. What do you normally... You got boots? How often yes. do you wear them? In the winter all the time. Okay. <laughs> but when I have shorts on, I don't wear shorts because they're fucking hot. Oh, so you I wear vans. Shorts, too. You get it. It says if you say shorts, you get a no. Okay. Boots, you get 10 points. All right. Uh, records. No. Wait, wait, hold on. We're going to redo this one because... No, we'll just, just fucking do it. Don't no, fucking no, redo no, no, shit. No, 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 no. Okay. my point. No, no. Okay, we're going to fist fight here. No, you guys are going to hear that. I was going to change it because you aren't going to get points. Oh, well, okay. Well, then. All right. All right, Reaper. I'm sorry. Do it so I get Ooh. points. I said Reaper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we're going to do albums, whether it be CDs. No, no. We're going to do... We're just going to do fucking music. Okay. Uh, whether it be oh, seven inches... Yeah. CDs, LPs, tapes, whatever okay. you got. All right. So uh, every m- form, uh, the downloads don't count. Right. Okay. Well, basically, I, that's like it. No All right. Downloads, cool. So. And shirts don't. We already asked that. All right. So media, no, less than a hundred, around five hundred, around one thousand, more than two thousand. Uh, definitely more than a thousand. What? You don't. Yeah, you've seen my CDs. In Dude, records. you don't have a thousand CDs. Yeah, I do. There's Not in two. that damn room? In that damn room, yeah. Wait, is that one thing? <laughs> no. In the back room, maybe, but <laughs> no one knows anything about the back room. <laughs> that whole one shelf is full. Dude, that whole one shelf. <laughs> Look at that! I'm, I'm pointing at my rack. I have, m- which is like a, a five, uh, ten story tower. Ten That's stories. maybe a thousand, right yeah, there. And I've got a, that many. Really? Yeah. If you uh, look at. All right, all right. You get a thousand then. Well, with records and all that, so okay, with yeah. records, seven inches and everything, Easy. you get around a thousand. That's about all right, around a thousand. And you have to say it like that. Say it like oh, that. Around a thousand. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gigs. Thou art thou seenster. Never. Twice a year. Regularly. Several times a year. Several times, including abroad. Fests. So meaning he travels. I travel to those shows. Right, but uh, how often do you go to shows? Uh, a lot. I, I don't get what were the fuck a lot's choices? not on there. <laughs> what the fuck was the choices again? You, and your you gotta listen. I was, but I'm like, it's not me and my woman like that. I'm gonna talk like a fairy. I'm talking like I go very this and that. Talk like a. I didn't say. I didn't write the rules, man. I'm just reading the fucking I'm questions. Playing with my balls. Right? So how, how often thou art play with dick? <laughs> well then, fuck. Give me. Like, <laughs> you get a. Points. You get a, You passed. <laughs> you are that metal. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's pilots to quite <laughs> Okay. All right. What were the fucking choices again? Gigs, thou singster. Do you never go to gigs? Do you go to gigs twice a year? Do you regularly go to gigs? Do you go to gigs several times a year? Or do you go to gigs several times? What, what's the difference between several times a year and what was the other one? Well, several times, including like a... I don't know. Do, 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 how often do you go to gigs? I'll, you know how often I go to gigs. I go more than you do. You do. <laughs> okay, regularly. <laughs> yeah, regularly or several times. I mean, regularly. Don't push it. <laughs> well, I'm still fucking. Right, I'm I, still I, mad about that CD thing. Fuck you. <laughs> Seniority. Oh, shove those CDs up. Hey, your this house, is a and peaceful you count them game. One by one as you go. <laughs> this is a peaceful game. Gone mad. <laughs> All right, gigs. Thou. Wait, what? I just read. That. So, how many points did I? Hold on. We're not done. No, on that question. You got shit. No, you got uh, ten. Ten? I'll ask the questions here. <laughs> Seniority. How long have you been listening to metal for? Since I started. <laughs> That's not on here. Oh. Fuck it. How Think old about am I? that for a second. Dude, I'm 30. I don't care how old you are. Less than five years? Five to ten years? Fif- ten to fifteen years? 15 to 20 years or 20 plus 20 plus you dick what's all because I'm old well, why are we talking how about my dick you? again <laughs> how old were you when you were listening to metal I was young I was like uh, young doesn't count <laughs> I was in elementary school and I got into Iron Maiden okay. Priest and uh, just go to the Ozzy. easy ones yeah <laughs> well I mean God, elementary school that's what I do I'm just saying alright no 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 I'm just saying Alcohol! Here we go. Oh, wow, this I should win. You never... <laughs> yeah, this is going to be your biggest one. <laughs> You're getting never. Alcohol. I never drink. On certain occasions. A couple times a month. Every weekend. Weekly and drunk at fests. What happened to our music? Oh. I know, I just tried to belch and it was pretty wimpy because I drink so much. <laughs> what was the last two? What were the last two? Every weekend or weekly and drunk at fests. Winkly. Weekly. I fuck daily, I drink. I, I know. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'll get drunk daily. We're going to give you extra points for that one. All right. Cool. Art. This is fucking stupid, this one. I have to say. Whoever came with this one, this is freaking stupid. Art. Arts. Are you a web designer slash blogger? Are you a musician? Uh, are you a photographer and you go live with bands, or are you a cover artist? Well, I guess musician, but I would use that term loosely because if you've heard anything I've done, do you know what's bullshit about that question? What's that? Is a cover artist gets more points than a musician? A photographer gets the same amount of points. Who the fuck cares about photography? Just well, slap- I take pictures. You don't. Well, you don't not enough to get them. So you're a musician. You're definitely not a web developer. No. Well, I have spiders. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, funny. All right. Band. Is your band a small, unknown, amateur band? A underground or a UG band on an underground label? Or is it cult band? Well, you would answer that better than I would. Fuck, you I answer it, damn it. <laughs> Underground band, I guess. Because I would say that it's not, even, it's not one of those options. It's, yeah, a, it's like negative 100. <laughs> underground band on an underground label. All right, I agree. Yeah, that's... 
All right. And miscellaneous, you own posters on a wall, bullet belt, leather pants with assless chaps, <laughs> human bones, a vest with patches, a goat skull, or a distro slash label. And yeah. you can get more than one answer on this one. Oh, well, I own... In the back room, there's a bullet belt. <laughs> the there's a vest somewhere. Wait, hold on. Wait, where's some of the... You got bo- a bullet belt? Yes. Okay, you got a vest? Yes. i never seen you wear it. I don't know where the hell it is. That doesn't count. That fucking counts. It does not. It's in the back room in the... Okay, it doesn't count. Fuck you. <laughs> it, I'm just saying. Everyone right. else is agreeing, too. Right. Write in if you think that, that doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Well, what were the other questions that... Posters I, on a wall. Yes. You do? Metal posters? Yeah, well, I guess they're not they're not hung up. They're sitting in the frame. Okay, you do I'm have Because I'm moving. But it says poster on the wall. Doesn't okay, say so I don't have a fucking poster on the wall right now. It's a fucking moving. <laughs> you don't get it. Bullet belt, you said you have that. Uh, leather pants with assless chaps. <laughs> no, I do not have that. Because <laughs> if, if they're assless, you get extra points. Human oh, bones. Well, you are human, so I guess yes, you get that. Did, yeah, for sure. So we're just going to say that. Uh, a vest with pants. No, you don't. It's in the back room. We can't find it. A goat skull. You don't have that either. And a distro slash label. You don't have that either. All right. That's your points. We will total this after I do it. So, let me hand you the questions. Here, core the issue. All right. Short, well, long, very I'm going to get, since shit. I'm going to win this, I get cooler background music. So, that's bullshit. <laughs> All right. It's only because you have long hair. All right. Ask away, bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> See you next Coons. Tuesday. See you next yeah, Tuesday. It's a kavunt. Fucker. <laughs> a kavunt. Okay, all right. Hair, core the issue. Short, long, very long, or shaved. Uh, I'm going to go with long. I would do that. I don't think it's very long. Neither is your dick, you fairy. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you know? <laughs> I'm just guessing. I've seen you in... Oh, all right. I don't Camel know where the fuck you're going with this. You see me shirt. Tattoos. <laughs> no, a few, a lot. A few. Yeah, if you want to call those fairy things, tattoos. <laughs> T-shirts. You wear them with pride. Never. <clears throat> gigs only. Sev times a month. Sev. <laughs> Several times a week. Every day. Every day. Shoes. Sneakers. Loafers. Smart shoes. I don't know what are smart shoes. I don't know, but they're not per- apparently not very smart. Boots, army biker boots, or cowboy boots. <laughs> Why the fuck would what that be cowboy more- boots? Be- Why would that be more points? You know, I don't know. I thought because- that was a trick that there was going to be fewer points. But I mean, but if dude, you're it should be. <laughs> but if you're uh, yeah, maybe. Um, I only say that because I met him. There. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with boots. I, I would say that. Yeah. Although they're pretty army boots, what you wear. Yeah. They're not like full-blown combat boots, but yeah. So you want boots or army boots? Boots. They're not army boots. Where the, where the fuck did you get this again? All right. Records. <laughs> Records. <laughs> How many? CDs. Oh, media. Just go media. Media. All right. Same question. Less yeah. than 100, 500,000, more than 2,000. I, I gotta go with more two, more than 2,000. You think you get more than 2,000? Well, I'm looking at the CDs right now. That's like 10 stories. I think there's like 100 on a story. Uh, seven inches is over 
probably about 300 there. Records, about the same. Uh, I got a bunch of tapes. Uh, so, okay, over Dude, two, you- over a thousand. We'll go with that. Cause I'm not. I don't think it totals up to two thousand. But I think it might. I. Those are rough figures. Thou Sinster. That's Thou Sinster, yeah! Because that's me. Didn't that sound like hipster? Kind of. It sounded really dumb. Yeah. I'm not a Sinster at all. All right. Never. Twice a year. Regularly. Several times a year. Wait, what is that? Thou Sinster? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I don't fucking know. It says right what it means. Dick. It says gigs. <laughs> thou Sinster. Okay. Okay. You didn't say that. You just said Thou Sinster. It's like, I'm not a Sinster at all. <laughs> I thought I said gigs. You did not. You said dick. I overlook stuff all the time. Oh. No, that's what you wished I said. <laughs> you were thinking fairy. about it. Okay. Just, just. How many? All right. So, how often do you go to shows? Gigs. Ugh. Dude, I'm a hermit. Not very often. <laughs> what am I Regular, options, Regularly, would you say? No. Twice a year? A little more than that. Well, twice a year regularly are the two. Oh, and then I guess regularly. Yeah. Take your fiber and be regularly, you fuck. <laughs> Seniority. <laughs> Been listening to metal for less than five years. <laughs> I went five to ten years, ten to fifteen, fifteen to twenty, twenty plus. Uh, 15 to 20. All right. One fucking thing I have on you because I'm older. All right. Alcohol. <laughs> uh, honestly, because of you, I was doing pretty well and not in accordance to this. In accordance to this damn test, it would have been really bad, but I was doing really well and keeping control. But thanks to you, every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Actually, you don't drink every day because there's times I call you. I'm gonna have a beer in a couple of days. I'm like, you pussy. No, that was every day now. Oh. <laughs> I got this damn kegerator. Arts. Oh, got- yeah. You're a web designer, blogger, a musician, photographer. I like to snap pictures. Cover artist. I'm definitely not an artist. Um, Musician, and I guess I could go with the whole web designer thing, too. So you get like points for both? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm good with a computer I kind of am I'm good with a computer, but a different one Alright, band <laughs> Well, obviously the same Maybe it's not obvious uh, Small underground, underground It's the same as you Well, it's the same as you, I guess Do I get extra points for being involved with other bands? Or Yeah I do? Uh, cult band? Uh, I'm not going to take that I'm not in the band anymore So I'm going to go with the underground band Alright Alright, miscellaneous, you own posters on the wall? Actually, no. I, I Well, I don't think my own band counts. The way, does my office at work count? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Sure, why not? Alright, well, yeah. See, I'm fucking easy on the... Alright, so... Yeah, <laughs> your office at work is... I am it? easy. Alright, bullet belt? No. Leather pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it doesn't say assless chaps. No, I know. I was just throwing that in there. <laughs> oh, the fuck? I thought it was really on there. So <laughs> You're like, fuck with that. Oh, God damn points. it. Why did I get my assless chaps? I want to feed them. <laughs> Human bones. Uh, No, I don't. Vest of the patches. I do. Two. Goat skull. Nah. Do you own a distro or a label? I do, and it's not Hell's Headbangers. Oh, yeah, you do, actually. Reaper metal. Yep. Supposedly, right? 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's see. We're going to add them up right now. We're going to get really tense here. All right. So Eddie has totaled up the points here. Let's see who is the winner. We The stats are in. Let's find out who wins. 200 to 270. And I'm the winner? Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> you know what's funny is we're <laughs> both metalheads, which didn't we talk about that last oh, time? Wait, what? I'm not a metalhead. Right. Fuck. Wait, wait, what? Wait, read the options again. Zero to 100, stick your illegal downloads, douche. <laughs> One to 200, dude, you're a metalhead, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two to 300, you're a hardcore radical. Yeah. Morbid Angel style. 300 plus satanic royalty. So I'm not even a hardcore radical? No. Fuck! You're the same thing as me, you fairy. All right, prick. All right, all right. Well, let's just listen to Vladimir's then. Thank you. 
That was the guy fucking coming up with the score to the metal test. <laughs> yes, I because read the fucking Eddie's thing an up. idiot because <laughs> 100 to 200 is, dude, you're a metalhead, yeah. So Eddie is a metalhead, yeah. And 200 <laughs> to 300, so I had 200. Well, 200 to 300, so I'm in. I, I'm I had on the 270. Line. But I had 200, so that makes well, me. Well, okay, home. it's fucking. No, it's not. It's two. It's 199. I don't know. It's two. It's 201 to 300. No, it says 200. It, it, the guy doesn't know how to add all right <laughs> this fucking guy's up. <laughs> so by the way that was the vladimir's that's fucking awesome okay hold on song. a second this is eddie when he was reading the damn thing okay <laughs> 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 Getting to the point is he's fucking stupid. It's one hundred to two hundred. Is dude, you're a metalhead. And Eddie had two hundred. Two hundred one to uh, three hundred is you are hardcore radical. So I am hardcore radical, morbid angel style, motherfucker. And you know what? I'm yeah. on the line. Because why would I want to be that though? But it's I don't know. <laughs> it's I know, still better than so? you. So I was I just had to intervene between the music. So getting back to music, we're gonna hear something from Cemetery Lust. <laughs>
Dismemberment with Dementia Decay. Uh, it's, uh, they sent us a promo, so thank you for that. That was uh, really good stuff. They're actually uh, quite young from what the picture looks like. Uh, they're actually uh, from uh, southern Ohio, so a little bit local to us. Yeah, North Kentucky. <laughs> North Kentucky, yes. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little bit uh, uh, y'all and kind of hillbilly down there. So I was wondering. Uh, That's good, though. Yeah, that yeah, was good stuff. No, I'm doesn't matter where they're from. I was just poking fun. But um, I was wondering, you know, it's funny because we discussed it earlier, uh, past episode about the reformation and stuff, and the band Believer is back, which is a Christian thrash band. So my question is, well, my topic is about Christian metal. And first off, 
who the fuck cares? <laughs> and it, it, it's like, it's almost, they're trying to kind of, um, <clears throat> they have their own thing, of course, and it's kind of, it, it, the only reason why anyone knows or pays any attention, in my opinion, and I think it's probably fact, is because it kind of leaks over into the regular metal scene, and but who the fuck cares? It, it, metal to me, the whole reason why I got into it was like about rebellion and power and stuff. And I think, I mean, if you're Christian, cool, whatever. I I, I don't care. I don't believe in it. But right, um, you know, it it's such a, you know, when I was a kid, my mom dragged me to church. It was you guys are our shepherd, you're our sheep, follow us. And it's like, come on, that's that's. I know if if people like it, awesome. I I it's not well. I like Believer. I mean, that's a good band. There's some pretty good Christian bands, but it's like it's. Well, first off, if I heard Believer without it, I wouldn't have known that was even a Christian band because I don't know. They're not as obvious, I guess. Maybe and some people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" They were totally obvious, but realistically, like you said, it, metal was rebellious and stuff, and it was well. First off. To they're taking it too seriously because most of the time, yeah, it's one's opinion and stuff. But come what on, do they take are it you too really seriously? The Christianity, just, or yeah, and, well, anyone honestly, but to put it, dude, everyone's taking something like things lyrically and all that too seriously, like whether it be black metal to thrash and stuff, I mean, about politics and stuff. I mean, it's fine to express your opinion, and it's going to be the individual that wrote its opinion. But I think that... I think more importantly, it's the person who's listening to it, what they get out of it. What they get out of it, but I think they take it a little bit too, too seriously because, they're like, whoa, fuck, you know, well, they're singing about the devil, and I'm not yeah, going to take I that. See, yeah. But it's like, realistically, well, do, did any of those fuckers that are diehard Christians refrain from watching The Exorcist. Right. And here's the thing about the whole devil thing. I mean, wasn't in the book, the book's written, wasn't like the devil a fallen angel. He's not even like a god or something, right? He was like a rebel kicked out of his fucking house for being a rebel. Now he has to live in the basement where it's, there's a fire. Fuck. Of course we're going to relate to that. And it, it was like Striper back in the '80s, you know. The and it just it kind of it's like, oh, really? I, I I don't know. That's well, I think it's, I think people take lyrics and all that too seriously, whether it be religion and all, and or uh, even politics or f- even racism, man. Yeah, I mean, I think some of that stuff's funny. <laughs> Before now, we're gonna get accused like this is a fucking racist show, but no, it's not. I mean, if someone's gonna sit there and be racist. I think it's funny. I mean, I, hell, I encourage, I want a racist black band to be like, you know, fuck those honkies and, the, you know, crack eyes, you know, kill the crack eyes or something. I mean, that would be hilarious. Racism is funny, man. Just, I mean, whether, I mean, unless they're going out and they're doing it and yeah, stuff. So I can see where like, stuff, yeah, but, but like, and of course that shit happens. Was, and then of course that shit happens. But it's like how Blazing Saddles was funny. It poked fun at the races because when you think about it, right. I see the, the funny part about it is, is you're, you're being racist for someone you don't even know. That could be the cool. Or sexist, or whatever the hell. Like I, I have friends that are fucking Christians, and like I work out with them and stuff. I don't give a shit, and they don't give a shit about. I mean, they might be like, "Oh, what the fuck's that shirt you're wearing?" That fuck you, you pussy. You know, and it's <laughs> and then that's it. You know, and and, and I don't care because look at that. Who gives a shit? You're right. Who gives a shit? Right. I, I mean, if you want to express that you 
you know, whatever you believe, if you're a Christian or whatever, you want to express that in your music, I get that. But to go ahead and try to recreate and like have your own genre, your your own classification, it's just kind of like, really, dude, put it this way, your Christian metal tag is about as as important as like those Christian movies back, or I think they're even probably still around. No one fucking knows about them. Like, who the hell cares? Like, well, we're going to teach kids to do right and wrong and all this. Like, dude, no one knows about any of this shit. You know, it's the same be- thing with like Christian bands. I couldn't name you Believer, uh, Living Sacrifice, Mortification. That's about all I got, dude. I don't know. And it, it's just like, why don't you just create regular metal without a stupid fucking label, and you can throw your Christian bullshit in there, and then we'll find it out about it later. And like, But it's Slayer. what they want to do, and that's what I don't, it's, I don't care. So it, I'm going to be turned off for that, because I'm like, fuck, why do you got to, you know? So it, it's, exactly. it's, it's probably that's turning people saying. away more than, I, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe, Exa- maybe I, for no, everyone I agree. I think it's, that's what I was bringing it up for, is I think it, to, I, I to think sit there label, and labeling music just period is, is almost stupid, I think. As, like, well, well, you, you, you like you, it or you don't. But I guess you got to have, you have to have an you idea. You have to this to is an metal, extent. This is just and they're trying and to, but that, that's what the thing is. Like, well, we're going to be muddier than thou, and we're going to be Christian heavy metal. And so, and, and it's like, dude, no one cares. Name me a Christian band other I, than the ones that I named. I no one fucking you. cares. Does it even exist anymore? And, and where the hell is the scene in it? And the only time where you ever hear Where the hell is it, the scene? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. But the, the only time that you even Jesus hear Christ. about it is it because I think it just kind of leaks over, in, you know, over the, the melting pot that is metal. Like, oh, here's this band called Believer, and then he listens. This is pretty freaking good. And then someone's like, it's a Christian band. You're like, oh, God. Uh, well, oh, God. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's it, does it did it really matter? Gee, like, I it was just good those, music. Like, those old women going, oh, that's so special. He's little Johnny. He's He plays this hard music, but right. he sings about Jesus. It's like, wow, okay. So, it, it, I think it's so a fuzzy fact, honestly. Yeah. It, it really does. Because, well, you th- put it this I'm going to put it in this perspective. I like I, I hinted before when I was saying did, did they watch The Exorcist with a problem? Like, would they watch horror movies and all that? Because it's the same thing. You got a director, you have you, a writer, you have a writer expressing hit one's opinion. A same freaking fucking artist. Not even necessarily opinion. It's just telling right, whatever. Story. He's coming up with a topic. He's expressing it through a movie or whatever. They don't have a problem with that. Well, hey, here's a Christian movie and all this. So I, I don't think music's a little bit different, but it, it, it's not as far as to, to where we can't stretch this and say, well, why don't you have a problem with that? Why weren't you boycotting this thing? And I mean, granted, they kind of do to some extent but the things they find they offensive. They may not be boycotting. But it's, it, regardless if it's boycotting, it's just they don't. They don't have much of a problem with that theme, whether it be a horror movie that's supernatural what, about the devil. With what, but if though? you if then if you have it like The Exorcist, that's about the devil. Clearly, but who's having the problem with it? Just listen to me. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. Christians have a problem. They're sitting there analyzing. You have a band like say Profanatic or something that's saying you know fuck the bastard Christ or something or nun slaughter or whatever. Saying it clearly. I hate Christians, yeah. Saying it clearly, all right, I, maybe. But fuck it. Who cares? But all right. So then, but you have a band. You'll have those Christians. Well, I won't listen to Slayer because it's satanic imagery. It's just like, so, did you watch that horror movie that was clearly satanic? Yeah. Why didn't you have a problem with that? It's the same freaking thing. It's art expressing dark imagery. 
You don't have a problem with that, so why the fuck does it matter? The, the whole and the whole fuck Christ thing, I kind of get, but you know what? Just look past it. Why are you taking it so goddamn seriously? I mean, if they were going out and they were killing Christians on stage, that would be one thing, but they're not. And, and, and you know, honestly, and people could do it, well, well this band, what, they were influenced by this and that. It's like, everyone's a goddamn pussy. Of course that's going to happen, but Jesus fucking Christ, pardon the pun, it's just like... Negative things are going to happen. Let's move on with it. Okay, so it happened. Why did we justify where the basis of the influence came from? It's never going to stop. But the the, the thing is, is, is they who knows what they're seeing? I I don't know those bands. I they may not be correct. The the others the other stuff, but. Fuck, if they want to do it, fuck them. Let them do it. And if then they condemn the other shit. I see what you're saying, because when I was a kid, I, think I always themselves. had to explain to my mom, all right, Number of the Beast, Slayer, you know, back when we, earlier, because I was fucking, I was a kid in the 80s, you know. And then I'm like, you never got pissed when I watched The Exorcist or Amityville. Why is that? And then it was just a blank stare. And mom, I love you. I'm not busting your balls. But she was, you know, I, I was her first introduction to dark stuff her fucking son and she right so i i get that and let the you know yeah i i don't like to you know we're christian and whatever fuck it but it's like let them you know if they're gonna have their genre yeah i i think it goes against kind of metal because it's not rebellious but then maybe they're rebelling against a rebellion i'm not condoning it or or going hey it's good stuff I just think it's stupid because the, the the bars were sent, and like you said, maybe it's a rebellion against a rebellion. But honestly, it's not going anywhere because you, you, no one no one gives a flying fuck. Honestly, you, you I know, think you know what might be funny though is these dudes might be like in, in like have their little church group, and <laughs> and maybe there there was like a bet, and they're getting like a lot of hummers from like all the the the, the Catholic schoolgirls that won't give it up. With their vagina, but they will with their mouth and their butt. So they're getting <laughs> sodomy from it, you know. And, uh, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know what the hell you're talking about, dude. Uh, but but then and then and then it goes so far as to I was looking this up, just trying to find more Christian bands that I actually haven't heard of. And uh, there was a band called Horde, and it's on black metal. What the fuck what is, is that? that? That's kind of <laughs> like. What are you gonna do? So they're playing black metal. The whole you know high and pitch like the more I'm gonna say the Norwegian style was Satan. And what are they doing? Jesus! I mean, what are you doing? I mean, I I, I just don't get the fucking Christians. Dude. That's it's it's just stupid. And dude, just you could do that. You could just do your. Just play black metal, and you could be like Jesus, and maybe people Nobody would be thinking, know. no one would know. Maybe they're thinking like you're cursing in the name of Christ, and then they start reading the lyrics and be like these sound kind of pro Christ. Because honestly, there's plenty of pro Christ bullshit going on, and I find that a lot of those in the bands super, that you the know, super like ultra religious, are sometimes the most judgmental people, and they're and some of the most rude people. Exactly, you know, like you and I, we hang out with Don, and Don will hold the door for somebody else, but then I'll and, and say thank you. Who's else. Don? Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Dawn of the Dead. So, <laughs> and then, you know, 20 minutes earlier, I'm somewhere where there's like a, you know, quote, normal person probably walking out of church and you hold the door for them and they just look at you like a blank stare. And uh, anyway. Right. I, I, but I, I'm just, the, the point of the, the fact of the matter is you can have your beliefs and it can stick with what it is, but this whole this trying to be have a rebellion of a rebellion is pretty silly because it's not going anywhere and i i just I, like i said it's just freaking silly on un, black metal like what is that it, it, it honestly it, it really well it I'm, paints, I'm gonna play unthrash metal <laughs> it may it paints a picture of being a rather 
when I see it, honestly, I just think a bunch of fucking pussies. pussies. Like, hey, That's we're like, yeah, we're really pro God and stuff. Like, and I remember having one. I was at like a show or something. And I was like, they, they were playing like this song's. Uh, ACDC did a song called uh, 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 "Hell Ain't a Bad Place to Be." I don't agree with that. So this one's called "Hell Ain't a Good Place to Be," and it's just like, oh god. That's so. Stupid. And every freaking song was preaching, preaching, and in between songs, like, stop preaching. And then after that last song, they're like. Did someone yell out, stop preaching? Who was that? And I raised my hands like, me? Stop fucking preaching. It's like, when you feel the Lord coming to your life <laughs> and stuff. And I was just like, dude, you sound like a fucking homo. Would you talk about that like your dad or something? When you feel your dad coming to your life, and then when he touches your heart like that, and you're just, if he was talking about like his own dad, his real father, and, and in fact, but the true father, I should have said, it's like, dude, that sounds fucking freaky it, and gay as hell. That's all I think of it, it when you're talking about this Christian bullshit. And you know what's odd is, you know, I, I which you could be earlier. fine. I mean, I'm not attacking dudes, but let's call it bullshit. <laughs> so, but like I said earlier, I, being raised the way I was raised, I was, you know, Catholic priest. I think stuff. we all had that problem. And, and I think there were, I, honest to God, I think there were Catholic priests that they don't didn't, be honest to God. They didn't want fucking. Oh yeah, honest to devil. I, and not even him. I don't even believe in him. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so. I, they didn't want to just come into my life. I think they wanted to come into my rectum. I mean, there was one guy, 350-pound <laughs> priest, that was like, hey, Eddie, we need to go have lunch together, just oh. you and me. And I was like, no, no, no. And I would I, I would like be frightened to death of this guy. Because I'm like, you know, he's 450 or 350 pounds. God. It is ironic that. Uh, oh, well, thank you for tuning into Hellcast. I am Reaper. I am Eddie the Unsatan. <laughs> the Unsatan. <laughs> All right. And here's some undune metal. This is Wall of Sleep, and we'll talk to you next time. Yes. Mulder used this grace to violence lead.
Oh, no. 